Hi, friends. What a week. It's Friday where I live. And the week has been equal parts busy and slow. I've had patches of lots of work and then some downtime. I was sitting here this morning thinking about what the next couple of weeks look like. And on Monday, in the last episode, I talked about what you want to see in your life in the next 90 days. And it got me thinking that I'm so glad for where we are in our culture in a lot of ways because the conversations that people are having about goal setting and mental health and purposefully finding ways to live your life is at an all-time high. I feel like there are so many resources that we have to choose from, to listen to, to learn from. There are books and podcasts and, I mean, we are not lacking for information on this topic. And as I'm working through developing this audio course that I'm working on and researching journaling and the way other people journal, I think I do things just a tiny bit differently. And here's what I mean by that. When I sit down to journal, it really is a conversation. It does not feel like I'm making a list. It doesn't feel like I'm setting a goal. It doesn't feel like I'm driving myself forward to something. It really feels like, I mentioned this on Monday, but it really feels like I'm just sitting down for coffee with my very best friend or my favorite mentor or a parent But the little nuances, this parent, this mentor has the ability to change and shift my life on my behalf. When I'm talking to God, I am well aware that he is the creator of the universe. I am well aware that he has the ability to do things that I could never do. And so... You know, I've talked about my journal as this sacred container where I kind of put all of my thoughts for safekeeping. And that is so true. And it's also a place for me to dream. And it's a place for me to decide what's next. It's a place for me to kind of assess where am I today and where do I see myself going? And how do I want to shift and change? And what do I see for that in my life? Is where I am, where I want to stay? Spoiler alert, the answer is usually no, but it's not because I'm dissatisfied. It's because I know that life is fluid and things are always changing and things are always moving and I need to move right along with it. And so I can move in this stagnant way where I just go through my routines and I just do my thing, or I can move in such a way that moves the needle for me. 
And I love this part of my journal because I'm always looking ahead while trying to stay fully in the present. And I wanna see if I can unpack that a little bit for you so that it makes a little more sense and perhaps you might wanna try it for yourself. I'm sure you've heard of the concept of vision boards. And while I love vision boards and they have their place and I love the visual impact that they can have for people, this is not that. I also love goal setting for very specific reasons. Oh, a million years ago, I had a blog and on that blog, I wrote about the difference between a goal and a vision. And I was talking about SMART goals. And I don't even remember if I know what the acronym stands for. It's like a specific, measurable, actionable, there's a time limit. Like there's a way for you to set a goal and know if you met it. I wanna run a marathon. I signed up for a marathon. I ran the marathon. I want to organize my pantry. I set a deadline for Saturday. I organized my pantry. You can see the natural progression all the way through a goal. A vision is a little trickier because you're not in full control of making that vision come to life. And here's what I mean by that. The way I craft or curate a vision for my life is all based around how I want my life to look and feel. And it is very specific in terms of what it looks and feels like, when it's good, when it's ideal. But I have to hold that vision loosely because I've seen God work in my life too many times to know that most of the time, he does not bring me the vision that I have prayed for, that I have asked for in the form that I asked for it in or in the way that I've asked for it in. I leave the creativity up to him. And that's the beauty of having this journal, this ongoing conversation, to be able to sit down with the creator of the universe and give him all of my thoughts and tell him, hey, I had this thought the other day. This is what I'd really like to see for my future. And have him echo back, oh, I'm so glad that that's what you want for you. That's what I want for you. And then to watch and see how does he go about bringing all of that into my life. I'll give you a really quick example because I can tell you that whatever headspace you're in right now, be it um, sad or frustrated or happy or content, a vision can be born out of any of those mental spaces. It doesn't have to be I'm 100% happy, so I sit down and I imagine what's next and I'm going to march toward that goal. That's not what this is. So I'm hoping to clarify. A long, long time ago, uh, my ex-husband took a job that moved us all out of state. And at first I thought, oh, what an adventure. This is going to be great. And then we moved and I couldn't quite get my bearings where we moved. And things just didn't feel like they were falling into place. My girls were really little. They were two and four at the time. And so I just sort of felt like I'd moved away from the family and support that I knew into this big, huge city of I knew no one. And I was trying to get my bearings as a mom still. And I was trying to get my bearings as, you know, figuring out where to get my hair done and 
uh, the logistics of just being in a new place, how to find new doctors, how to get connected, how to make friends, where are my kids going to go to school? And so I remember I was in this place where it just felt like things were not going according to plan. Have you ever had this happen where you had the best laid plans and then you execute and you're like, wait a minute, it was supposed to be easier than this or prettier than this or more fun than this. And then you realize, oh no, did I make a mistake or is this just part of the process? But you wake up one morning and you're like, wait a minute, okay, I know how I got here, but what do I, how do I fix it? Because this clearly isn't working. And I just felt like I was having a hard time getting connected. I was having a hard time settling in to my home, to my body, to my community. And I'd done this before, so I, it, it felt highly unusual that none of those things seemed to be clicking into place. It got to the point where now, and I will disclosure, I have a predisposition to anxiety and depression. I come by it, honestly. So in those days when it just felt like I was fighting an uphill battle just to get out of bed, what I started to do was I would take the girls, get them all dressed, get them ready, press their uniforms, take them to school. And then I would come home and I would unravel because I didn't know what else to do. And I would sit on my bed and I would pray to God, like, what am I doing? Why are we here? Why did you bring us here? I don't understand. And it was a while. This was back before I was journaling. So all of my prayer to him was out loud. But there was a while where I just kept thinking, I don't understand. What am I supposed to do in this space? What, what do you have for me here? And then one day I was sitting on my bed and I remember I had just been sobbing because I just thought, I don't, I don't see a way out. I don't see how this is going to get better or be different. And one day I was sitting on my bed and I remember it so clearly at the end of my bed, there was a glass door that went out to our backyard and it had the blinds open so that I could let the sun in. And all of a sudden I was just flooded with this visual of me sitting on a front porch, looking out over a cul-de-sac, watching my kids play. And as I closed my eyes to see if I could soak in this visual, I remember getting up from the front porch and walking into the front door of that house that I was sitting in. And as I walked in the front door, all I could see across the whole back of the house were windows, floor to ceiling windows. And there was natural light pouring in to the house. And where the emotion was flooding my body that was sadness and fear and desperation, suddenly I was washed over with this clear sense of hope. And I held on to that visual because it was so real in my mind. I could see it. I could almost touch it. I could feel what it was feeling like to sit there in that space, to be in that environment. And I remember I talked to my counselor mentor about it then, and he's always so good at just putting things in real context. And he said to me, okay, great. 
now you know where you're headed. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know where that house is. And I, I don't even know where that is. And he said, it doesn't matter if you don't know. All you need to do is take that vision, take that visual and hand it over to God and see what he does with it. And this is the part that I want you to know. I did just that. I handed that vision over to him and I said, I believe this is from you and I don't know what to do to make this come to life. So I really need your help and I'd really love to see what you can do with this. That's it. And then I got brave. And even though we'd only been in our new state, in our new house for six months, I talked to my ex-husband and he was like, wait, what? We just got here. I was like, I know, but I don't think we're supposed to be here. So I'm going to leave you with this for now because I always like to keep these episodes nice and short. I'm going to tell you part two next week of what happened because I'm always amazed and never surprised by the work that God does in my life when I am willing to let go and let him be the creator that he is because his imagination is way bigger than mine. So here's what I want to leave you with. I want to encourage you this morning to dream, to sit still. And if you're not in a place where you feel like you have that visual, ask God to bring it to you. I can't tell you how many times I have felt stuck or alone or at my wit's end. And I just pray out to God, please send me something. Because this is not what I'm looking for. And within hours or days or in that moment, I get something back from him that I was not expecting. And because my brain runs on creativity, mine is usually visual. I can usually close my eyes and put myself in whatever vision I'm having or he has for me. And it gives me something to hold on to. It's hope. and joy and something to look forward to. Will you try this for yourself? Sit with your journal or without it. If you're feeling stuck or lost or you're not sure what's next or you're not sure what to do or you're not even sure what you want, try this. And if you do, I would love to hear about it. Send me a message at hello at be still with bobby.com. That's Bobby with an I. And I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.